Welcome everybody to the Clear Tai Chi Mastermind meeting for Friday, May 12th of 2023. And our topic today is going to be about the Clear Tai Chi family gathering. And we're just going to talk about it generally and in some specifics. And let me start off by promoting for you that that gathering is uh, the first, typically the first week of June every year. We have a site for it. That's TaiChiGathering.com. The, uh, there's lots of uh, many, like 45 minutes to an hour long classes um, from a lot of the regional organizers and friends and family of Clear Tai Chi. And there is a banquet with a usually a topic. This year's topic will be coherence. And the... Uh, and then there's great food with that. Uh, normally, if you go to do one of the buffets that they've got at one of the hotels, and this is the Hilton, the Airport Hilton in Knoxville, Airport Hilton, um, then usually they have you choose an item and two or two, and then an item or two and an item or two. And when I got the menu for that, I chose double that, literally. And so the food, I, uh, I did not get to eat it last year, but I am told by everybody that did that it was next level awesome. It was good. Like five stars. So, so you're going to want some of that. And that's included with your purchase um, of the Clear Tai Chi Gathering. And then, of course, push hands throughout the weekend and different kinds of fun times and, and all of that. So, And speaking of the food, I have news that uh, I haven't shared with Superclear yet. We did talk the Hilton into keeping their, their, also, their, their also amazing lunch buffet open for us um, Saturday and Sunday as well, which normally would not be available um, at least one of those days, I think, if not both of those days. But we did talk them into keeping that open for us. Um, and so there's going to be great lunches on site. There's a great dinner on Saturday, the panel discussion. They do have a breakfast buffet this season, and we'll order. You can order off menu as well, mm -hmm. um, and so they do a good job. Um, I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> I want to do close hands. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Okay, so the other thing I tend to promote for you with these is Clear Tai Chi. If you like this kind of thing and want to be more prepared for this kind of thing. Clear Tai Chi Level 1, we have it online. We also have DVDs. That's at clearmartialarts.com. Back to our uh, Clear Tai Chi family gathering at taichigathering.com. If you haven't been, you need to be there. If you've been, I don't have to tell you anything else. You'll know, you know what kind of great time it is, and you will want to be there. Do not miss out on the fun. All right. So with us today is me, your, your resident host, uh, Richard Clear. Um, Matt Holker, the regional organizer for Maryville, Tennessee, outside of Knoxville. Welcome, everybody. Philip Chan in Columbus, Georgia. Hi, y'all, y'all. I feel y'all. <laughs> I feel y'all. Uh, yep. The uh, uh, Ty Talbert in San Antonio, Texas area. How you doing, everyone? I, the name of my school is Warrior Tai Chi. I do classes in commerce. Welcome. Sheila Bell in Costa Rica. I don't know one o'clock day is one of the places going to be mentioned, but there's some other places there. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, Guanacaste um, is a northern Pacific uh, province in Costa Rica, and I give classes in Playa del Coco and in Liberia. The name of the school is Balance Ideal Tai Chi. Welcome. Good to be here. Art Don in Greenbelt, Maryland, about 12 miles outside of Washington, D.C. That's exactly right, Steve. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. 
Mark Mashad in Central Michigan. Hi, yeah, it's uh, the Midwest Michigan area covering Grand Rapids and Lansing area. Welcome. Jim Kelly in Boca Raton, Florida. Yep, Boca area. We do uh, also a little bit of Del Rey in Parkland, Florida. Uh, just had a great World Tai Chi Day. Uh, had about 30, 40 people out and a nice, uh, a lot of Tai Chi folks in Florida. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Put that on hold for a second. It's great. Well, I hear technical delay. So this year's Clear Tai Chi International Family Gathering is right around the corner. Uh, we got about three weeks here, two and a half, three weeks, and then uh, we're here. So this will be like one of the last things you probably hear about this year's event. Um, the uh, coming up, and obviously we're going to talk about some of the takeaways from last year and why you might want to attend that, and why you might, why you absolutely have to be there. <laughs> yeah. And so we welcome students of all styles, systems, and experience levels. From beginner, if you don't know anything about Tai Chi, this is like an amazing first experience. And it really, with the different topics taught, they're all taught with the beginner in mind, with things in there for people who are more advanced, and a number of things in there for people who are more advanced, but always with an idea that if you don't know anything about it, we're not just leaving you in the dust. It's done so that you can get things out of it, too. And some of it will be... Um, directly for you as a beginner and some of it will be okay so that's where that goes you know and, and that kind of a thing and more advanced um the uh and so we welcome everybody from complete beginners to advanced tai chi veterans and everything in between and we've had really advanced people come and they get a lot out of it too um it really is designed to be the showcase of tai chi and it and it works very well that way and that's been my experience of it so far um, so I guess we've got some questions for our group here so that you guys can kind of weigh in on it. And the first one is, what was your favorite takeaway from last year's gathering as a student of Tai Chi? So, so you as a student practitioner of Tai Chi, what was your favorite takeaway from last year's gathering? My, um, sense of it was really just the, um, variety that was available there, all the different experiences of, of the different people um, working with different skill levels and um, a feeling of, it was just a good feeling overall that um, everyone I met from be beginner to, you know, more and more advanced practitioners um, seemed to feel comfortable being there. And that made other people feel comfortable and that there was something for everyone there. So again, the, the beginners I dealt with weren't out of place and they felt comfortable with, with other people and the very advanced people also had a sense of, well, well, this is good and I like working with these people at the different levels and didn't feel that they were just way above people and wasting their time. Um, so as, as a student, just a, another participant in the gathering, I just felt, um, a good sense of camaraderie, I guess, and um, great experiences for everyone. For me, one of the things that, that we make sure to do with this is to make sure that there's a lot of fun and that there's a lot of fun during, in between, before and after, um, the, you know, at the workshops and the event, uh, at, at the whole uh, event at the hotel, that there's, that there's these activities and things. 
And so there's that. And at the same time, the classes, you know, and as, as we put it together with all of our presenters and that kind of a thing, I've been to other Tai Chi events. And a lot of times what you see, for lack of a better way to put this, is sort of, I'm trying to think of a, a nice way to say it, very, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. I, don't, I really don't. Uh, the, uh, I'll put it this way. We try to make sure that there's an academic criteria going on with our stuff, that there is a, an intelligence to the material, a logical A plus B equals C, not Martian cats flying over the moon, not that, right? For lack of a better, yeah, that, that it's not this outer space, uh, I mean, I mean, like I said, not fantasy, that it's not fantasy, that, it, that there's something real and tangible to the stuff and that it really does tie into either the health or the self-defense or personal growth aspect and what those things involve and how you really accomplish that in a very step-by-step uh, -step way so that um, so that when you so and that it's very tangible and I've been like I say I've been to events where there's so much fantasy going on that I'm like uh, you know, they're not, and a lot of times they'll go, well, we're not really the martial Tai Chi. And it's like, well, you're not really the health Tai Chi either. What is this? Right. And, and it's, and it's good. I'm not saying there's not benefit to going to one like the kind that I'm talking about, because if you enjoy the experience, well, so there's that. And then that has still has benefit to you. Um, we are very academically inclined towards the science and the art of what this actually is and what it can really do for you. And the just practical application of it um, and the hands-on kind of experience of using it or, uh, you know, even training it in the form if it's a hands-off training, but it's, it's all very practical, um, the workshops and, and like CP said, there's this intelligence to it. But I think the point you're, maybe I'm wrong, but I think the point you're kind of trying to make is that in our opinion, this event is a great balance of both things. It's not just like a rah-rah kind of a, you know, everybody's coming together and having fun. But everybody doing, is coming together and having fun in the middle of this great training uh, that everybody's also getting. And so we, you know, this is this is probably the biggest like blast that we get all year as um, you know as teachers. Um, we have we have just a ton of fun. But uh, but the people that come together and um, and you know are participating in the event, that's what really makes it. And everybody coming together and and just enjoying like doing the stuff together. Uh, it makes it amazing. It's just it's just a great event to be at. And for me, an organization, I think about it like one of the conferences you go to where people would be presenting papers on the science of the art. Except the difference is instead of it being a paper that you get to listen to while you're sitting in the audience and then somebody else with a paper that you get to listen to in the audience, it's a paper where they're actually presenting and teaching you something about it and for what they're talking about so that you can actually experience some of that. And then the next one, Right? And the same thing. And so you leave with a very different um, understanding of what and how to train than when you came. And I've had very advanced people come and say that about, about this, that they've not seen as academically, intelligently structured of a curriculum um, as what they're seeing overall presented at our event. And so I don't want to I don't want to draw you out with the boredom of that. And it's not. It's very interesting and very fun. You hear a lot of laughter. Uh, at least I hear a lot of laughter when the when they're going on. 
uh, when the when the different folks are teaching and all that stuff. Um, but I also see people's skill levels taking a jump up when they come because they, they get a different kind of understanding than a rah-rah event tends to provide. I'll give you my example of that. My favorite moment from last year as a student of Tai Chi and as a practitioner of Tai Chi and someone who's looking to develop his Tai Chi skill was uh, actually Jared Velker, who was one of the students here at the school. I was really blown away by his presentation because he taught on a game that we play that is in our curriculum that I know and have been taught by Sifu Clear, but have struggled with some um, in my practice. And, uh, and Jared figured out a way to kind of baby step it down um, from what the game is that we were taught in a way that was very, very friendly to beginners. And what's hilarious about that to me is that like I was not a beginner at the time, but I probably got more out of that presentation where, where I really figured out how to kind of work that material and how to get myself to the level of skill that I really wanted with that game um, because of what Jared presented. And Jared and I spent all sorts of time together and I had no idea that he had been like working this stuff out in his head and trying it on his students. Um, and then when he presented it at the gathering, I was just blown away um, and, and it made a huge difference for me and my training um, for the real like practical application of the movements, um, you know, in the art. And he, then he's got a, he's got another one that's like that, um, that it's a different topic, but same idea um, on it this year. He, you know, Jared's one of the senior students here at the local school, the, uh, at the headquarters. Um, and um, you, you guys are going to equally get some cool stuff out of that. So looking forward to it. Sheila, you were- Well, that was, yeah, no, I was just gonna say that uh, you jumped the gun on me because that was gonna be my answer. I loved what he showed us. It was uh, a thousand questions and one answer, I think was what he called it. Uh, yeah, nice. and um, I think all of the subjects were fantastic and I learned something in every single one, but you do kind of hone in on that one that sort of addresses, you know, maybe the thing you need the most, right? Your weeks, in my case, my weak spot, right? So it's like this, oh, wow. Yeah, this is going to work for me. And you're going to find that. You go to all the different classes and you're going to find that one thing that really stands out. But all of the classes are fantastic. It's very hard to choose me yeah. as a student. What did I enjoy the most? Um, because well, the visualization, the visualization that Ty had for uh, the trauma using the form without, without demanding a lot from the participants where they can focus on that visualization. That was amazing. And I loved that so, so much. Well, spoiler alert, that was gonna be my favorite as a teacher of Tai Chi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're even then, we're in peace. <laughs> so so Matt, it Matt, is that the Jared that moved to Maryville about the yeah. same? Yeah, he's excellent. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me a bit that he would come out with something that was just totally awesome and would really make a difference to all kinds of people. That's yeah. That doesn't surprise me one bit. Yep. Yeah, and it was great because not only did it help me with that game, it was pretty much the answer that I needed for kind of really getting into the flow of that game better and really owning that. But the principle of it and the way he taught it, I find I'm able to apply that 
now to other areas that I struggle in in my Tai Chi, where I'm not doing that same thing because it's a different kind of game or a different drill or something, but where I can apply that logic and I can step it down for myself um, in a way that I know is going to like work longer term. So that was great. Yeah. If I can, if, you know, if I can throw in, I, I found the thing that I thought was the best was that just the, the cross section of people that, that were there. And uh, as we were going from, I, I attended, you know, everyone's classes also when I wasn't uh, speaking and, and I teamed up with some amazing people. I mean, I, one of the fellas I teamed up with was a, uh, a semi-professional boxer and he had, you know, a black belt in jujitsu and, you know, and his, his comments were, you know, oh my God, this is, you know, this is great. Even, you know, carrying it over into, you know, his other arts and, and blending it with what he already had in his tool bag. And then also, you know, getting a chance to test a lot of the applications or the theories against, you know, somebody else that's a seasoned, you know, a, a good fighter. So that, that was excellent. And, you know, one of the other classes, I, I wound up teamed up with somebody that was an international uh, push hands champ. I was like, wow, you know, where else can you get this type of exposure? Multi, multi times international push hands champ. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was great. Yeah. And then we've got um, healers uh, that come also, like Chad Bailey, uh, with the, with the, uh, and he did one on Chinese medicine that had to do with the twin eye and whole body work which was great it was really great um he's, he's a pretty skilled guy healer so we get all that whole range like i said from healing to fighting to, to you name it and I, and I think that's i was just going to say i think that's uh something that jumped out from from these gatherings i've attended is that uh it really opens people's eyes to the depth and breadth of what tai chi actually encompasses Mm -hmm. Yeah, what is actually there? Yeah. Ty, yeah. you're, you're on mute. That's why you didn't get in there. Ty, you're on mute. I'm still on mute. I wanted, to, I wanted to follow on from uh, Jim's comments about everyone there. And both of you constantly said, you know, everyone, everyone. And something that's really important about it that I don't think people realize, and with my new students, they don't realize that you're welcome. You're welcome whether you're brand new to Tai Chi, whether you are part of the clear system, whether you've done Tai Chi before. I've gone to other places where I've actually felt like I was in danger because I wasn't part of the group when I went to this seminar. I, you know one specific one that I went to. Um, or that there are little clicks and everything else. And everything just flowed so smoothly together. Like, this is what Tai Chi is supposed to be, even without doing Tai Chi. It's just like how people flow together and work together and everybody was accepted and everyone was listened to and, and you learn from everybody and you got an opportunity to participate in all of these wonderful things with a variety of people. Yeah, we had a presenter, we had a presenter last year that was a Chen stylist. I think we've got one again this year, but I wouldn't swear to that. Uh, but my goal is to always have somebody that can present some Chen style stuff so people can see what that's about. Um, we had a Chen Man Ching stylist uh, that was there. And 
um, presenting some stuff on that. And then um, my, my goal there, and we have a Sun stylist as well. Um, and ideally we would have people that uh, are doing Wu and Yang as their primaries that are, and my goal being to have, to have that and enough of that different kind of stuff so that people can really see the range of you know, what Tai Chi involves and how the, and what some of the little nuanced differences are or big nuanced differences of the styles, but then where they can see where the commonality is at too. Um, and, it, and it helps give a better basis for understanding clear Tai Chi and what we do and how we do it and why we do it and all of that. And making friends is, is awesome. I mean, it's just, that's, that's, me that's the way to do that you know you see a lot of animosity between the styles and really it's like look we're all doing tai chi you just got the way you like your flavor it's like i feel like if i go into the ice cream shop i like all kinds of ice cream um but if i have vanilla and chocolate and strawberry i don't look at one of them and go oh, no that one that one's chocolate that's not really ice cream you know they're all ice cream they're just different flavors and i like all of them you know, a good banana split's going to have all three of those flavors on it and the different toppings that are on there and all that stuff. It's still all ice cream. And in this case, it's still all Tai Chi. And this, this Almost as fun is, as ice cream. This What's podcast that? is making me so hungry. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, we, we are, we are, you know, we, we really are committed to making this a very inclusive event. And this year we do have um, uh, a kind of a special guest, um, Tabidi Sabahibi. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. I know Tabidi is right because we're on like a first name basis, but I don't think I've ever heard him say his own last name. But he's coming and he's he's actually a very disciplined, um, very skilled jujitsu player. Like fifth or sixth, sixth degree, I think. But with incredible, in like really, really good internal skills and body quality stuff that he's going to share with us. And you'll see based on our, you know, interactions with them, um, you'll see that it's very common to what we do in Tai Chi. He's thinking about it from a different perspective. He's trained in a different art, but there's a lot of commonalities there. And he's going to be there sharing some of that with our group this year. Um, and we're, you know, we're, we're always going to have, you know, more, um, you know, more is more. Um, we're, we're, we're not. Um, trying to make this insular at all. We really want to be a, a very open, like friendly group to the bigger Tai Chi community and anybody who's got those kinds of skill sets or is interested in internal power. You know, that's uh, that's the goal. Yeah, the goal, the thing for me with that is to encourage more Tai Chi and basically up the, like I say, the academic aspect of the art, not because I want you to be somebody that feels like you're in a class that's all, you know, if you're, if you've ever had any college classes and something you really like and you had a great teacher is really, really fun and really, really educational at the same time. And that is what, what we're after there. And it is to get more people on that page of it and um, to really make it a, make a, a big, uh, there's a word for it, change, a big, a big change in the art across the board and to get more people involved in it as they begin to understand what the benefits really are. So who else did not get to weigh in yet on last year's event and whatever you saw that you really liked or is that everybody? Okay, um, yep. So what was your favorite takeaway as a teacher of Tai Chi last year? 
my uh, favorite takeaway, and it was actually something, some feedback I got sometime after the, uh, the gathering, where I was talking to someone, um, I met her actually at another a clear workshop a little later, and, and she, she said, our, um, my, my presentation involved uh, Tai Chi and, and breathing, various methods, um, and processes, and practices for breathing. And, and, and she said, you know, this, this method you introduced to us, and it was, you know, maybe not new to everybody, but, but new to me of um, whole body breathing, this aspect, um, I found it very helpful and with some of the people I deal with and treat that it was just really, you know, I'd been working with them a while and uh, they'd been having issues and, and what, what you introduced just helped them a lot. And um, I thought, well, it probably couldn't get um, better than that for instilling knowledge and having it work. And I just thought that was, that was great. And that was my best moment. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would say probably the thing that I got out of it was uh, looking at it as a, as a totality, as a whole, was uh, to, to remember not to be rigid in the teaching, but to, you know, we have set things we do every class, perhaps, but to, to stay flexible so that you can look at things in a different way to maybe squeeze a little more uh, benefit out of it. Because if you look at the way people taught, they, they noticed something maybe you didn't and, you know, expanded on it or broke down, down little details. You, you mentioned Jared Volkers, right? Or uh, any one of them you could have looked at and somebody was looking at something, maybe at a perspective that, you know, I wouldn't have. So by keeping that in mind, keeping a flexible mindset, shifting perspective, I'm looking at a thing. That's, that's part of the reason for the different that I like to have the different styles and some pe and people who are everything from really pretty hardcore fighters to really serious next level health practitioners too is to expand that view because especially especially like it when they go to core principles of like what you what you would think about and see as Tai Chi and then how that really gets applied in those different ways, because the more of that that you see, the more your the person's mind begins to wrap around what really the, the more, um, the better aspects of the art and the things to focus in on, what they actually are and how to do that. Sometimes it's just a matter of hearing it from somebody else, you know, that I've said it to them 20 times. Somebody else says it and they're like, Eureka, wow, I do this thing. And I'm kind of like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. What's funny is I think all of the teachers that brought students last year had the same experience. I think they, uh, they, you know, one by one kind of shared with us that like, I've been telling my students this over and over again, and then they came to the gathering and heard it from someone else and it just finally clicked. But, um, so that's, you know, that's another great reason to join us. Um, you never know what might click for you that, that, uh, it, well, and, and as a teacher, if you're a teacher out there and you're going to, I really want to bring my students to this. And the thing is, is that if they see something like that, that clicks to what you've taught them or that they finally got the message you've been trying to teach them and they go back home, they may go from being a student who was sort of kind of okay coming to class to they're just super stoked. And now they maybe even want to teach, uh, uh, you know, under your umbrella and that kind of a thing. Um, and so it, it really can make a difference 
in your school, you get a few people who are very excited like that. It can really spread out into a community and and really change your whole um, who you're teaching, how much you're teaching, what you know, uh, to some degree, what you're teaching them. And then the other things that you come away with in terms of, of seeing things presented in different ways um, so that you have more than one way to explain and teach something. The more different ways that you can get something across, the more you're likely to reach your audience or your students. Jill. Yeah, no, and along that same line, um, my most outstanding moment as a teacher, it didn't even occur about my class. It was a participant who came up to me at the end who told me, shared with me, that they had not felt their chi in like four years. And that at, at our gathering, they got turned back on for them. And um, as a teacher, I felt that that was a very significant moment because the realization that someone could be sort of mourning in a way for that loss and then get it back because of a group activity like the one that we put on there. Um, it's super important, right? For, for someone who's been practicing Tai Chi, perhaps in a very small group or by themselves, to come and feel what that feels like in a large group um, was a significant takeaway for me as a teacher to be sure to provide that kind of uh, opportunity because it's great to give private classes, but it's a completely different thing to go and participate in a big group like that. Yeah. Now, I, I would like to comment on something that um, both Matt and I have been a victim of. We've both been a victim of being called a master. And we look at people like, no. And so I, I like when my students go and they see uh, people who are at a higher level than me, I'm, I'm very happy for them to understand that I have a limited understanding of Tai Chi. There is so much more in Tai Chi. There are things that I talk about that are possible in Tai Chi. I can't do them yet. But here, let me introduce you to some people who can do these things. Don't call me master. <laughs> uh, well, and I'll jump in. We're late for dinner. For, yeah. Right. <laughs> not this dinner. You're going to want this dinner on Saturday night. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, Ty, and, uh, you know, some of what we've been talking about in the spirit of the event, I think that's, that's why your presentation last year was sort of my favorite in terms of what I got out of it as a teacher and how to really apply stuff because it wasn't even, it wasn't even focused on the Tai Chi. It wasn't, I mean, there, you know, there, obviously you did, you know, a bunch of Tai Chi in your, in your workshop and the, and, you know, you taught on how to, um, on how to use Tai Chi to help people with, um, like post-traumatic stress. Um, and that was great, but like, I don't have a lot of students with post-traumatic stress and that's not like a super big concern for me, but what I saw was not that I wouldn't want to serve them, but you know, that's just not my personal motivation from that. But what I saw from your presentation was how much detail you looked at around the atmosphere of the class, everything from like the smell in the room to the, you know, to the tone of the music and the different, just all the kind of the ritual of the, of the presentation and just every little element of it was considered well thought out and crafted for that specific group for their needs. 
And I was blown away because I, as a Tai Chi teacher, I'm always trying to kind of customize my class for the needs of the students. But I tend to take a very kind of curriculum-based approach in, in how I'm thinking about how to do that. And a lot of times I gloss over those kinds of details that would be just extremely helpful, even if I could only incorporate one of them for a specific group or a specific need, it would go so far in, you know, in my ability to really impart these skills. And I could see that right away um, in what you're doing. And so my, um, you know, uh, thank you, because it was, it was, it was eye-opening in, in, in a certain kind of way. It made me rethink the, you know, the elements that I really focus on in my teaching and, uh, and take a much bigger picture view of what's important for running a class. Well, it, with you, especially knowing your background, is that part of what I do is I look at the ceremonies and things of various religions. Not that Tai Chi is a religion, but they've learned how to go out, out and reach out to people. And so they look at things like the sound and the repetition and the lighting and all those sort of things that make let them reach out to people. And you have a background knowledge more so than I have about various world religions. Yeah, but it was it was great. It was it was really wonderful. Um, and it's super useful just on its own, just on its own. Just if I if I got nothing out of more out of it than like a wonderful, relaxing like Tai Chi session, it would have been great. But then to to be able to absorb that much more information and and you know know that I'm going to be able to better serve my students now just because I was there for that, you know, it was it was great. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, anyone else? Do we? I do we? Oh no. Um, to just add quickly that um, between the sessions, between the presentation sessions, and um, at the informal push-in sessions, there's um, there's also a lot of instruction that goes on, just working with with the various people and especially the newer newer Tai Chi practitioners and even some of the longer term Tai Chi practitioners who aren't so familiar with, with clear Tai Chi that there's ample opportunity to present them with the, the principles of, of clear internal push hands. And that's um, often helpful to people. Um, and they seem to appreciate learning that and how it helps them overall with getting a sense of Tai Chi as a complete art. And it's um, sort of gratifying also to be able to help people along in that sense. And it's it's an in-between learning session outside of the, the, the pure presentation part. So there's ample opportunity for um, increasing one's knowledge in um, less formal atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Jim, did you want to weigh in on that, or it's funny you guys stole my uh, <laughs> my whole train of thought on that? But uh, yeah, it was just uh, it's it is a, it's an amazing amazing opportunity, and I I was fortunate enough to travel there with a couple of students, and 
for the last, they came back a lot stronger, a lot more into the 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 extent of the possibilities. And I know for a fact it wasn't for the lack of, you know, my not telling them <laughs> about all this stuff. But when they saw it from somebody else, whether it was, uh, you know, Sheila's use of the, uh, you know, the aromatherapy to to accent a little of this or, you know, it, it was it was just a, an eye opening experience for them. And they they came back and they they made class for us and for the rest of the group down here in Florida, uh, a lot more interesting with, you know, better questions, better, you know, inquisitive minds uh, looking at the Tai Chi from fresh eyes. Cool. So, so with that, for those of you who, uh, other ones of you who also brought students to last year's gathering, what kind of a difference did it make for them in their progress, their understanding, their dedication? Um, how they were approaching the art, um, all those kinds of things. Anyone? I don't know. Well, that's if good. I feel. I feel like I got you back now. I. I, <laughs> I was. I was ahead of you on your question. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. No, I, I think you might be the only one on the call today who actually had students at the last gathering. Um, there's more coming this year. Um, but didn't you have a couple people? Right yes, I, I had three students at the last gathering also. And um, it was interesting to see how it affected the three of them very separately, um, very differently. Um, one became much more dedicated to the clear system and teaching the clear system. Um, one, it seemed to have absolutely no effect on whatsoever. And one of them just became much more enthusiastic about Tai Chi, period. It's like, okay, I've got to do this. I, I, it's like, I see where this is going. I need to go ahead and get really involved. And so I, I look at them and I'm like, okay, hmm, okay. Each one of them got a very different response to coming out. So are those three folks from California or Texas? Uh, they're, all, they're all from California. And... Um, that was another thing, too, that uh, I want to emphasize to people who are listening to this, is that you can come out here solo and you'll make new friends, new friends, and people will accept you and everything else. Because um, my students from California said, well, we'll go back out when you go back out. Do you, did you feel like anything was, you know, you wouldn't be accepted if you went out by yourself? Said, no, we're just more comfortable if you're there. I'm like, okay, so... Yeah, but I would uh, emphasize, even if you're going out solo, even if you know no one there already, you'll be accepted. You'll have a great time. Our goal is to take you in as family. So, yes. And I will say, um, uh, we had some of our local students who came to that event who had kind of just started with us or were a little newer um, with us. And we did notice, I mean, it, it was, it was really clear that the difference that it made for them in their like kind of dedication to the art, they, you know, once they had been to that event, um, you know, they started coming to class more regularly. They started being much more interested in like taking their, their tests and kind of, you know, developing their skills and, and getting through the curriculum on, uh, you know, on a realistic, but expedient time frame. Um, once they really kind of saw what was possible and they saw, 
the, you know, the group, the different kind of skill sets that were there in the group as a result of the training. And they, and they saw just how much fun we have together. Um, and we had students that were from our local school that came out and did that. And we also had students that were um, maybe training in our online programs. We hadn't even met before who came out to see us for the first time at last year's event. And now they're like regulars. It's, you know, they, we, we talk to them all the time and they're, they're really enthusiastic about the material. Um, and so I would say for anybody who's just curious about clear Tai Chi, like, is this something that might be for me? Your best bet at finding that out for real is going to be at the Tai Chi gathering. If you can make it, go to TaiChiGathering.com and sign up because um, you, you'll, you'll see for yourself firsthand. There's just, there's a whole bunch of people that are doing our stuff that have the skills as advertised um, and uh, and you know they're all happy and willing to share and they're and most of them are going to be there um, so if you haven't uh, met us live for anything else before try to find a way to get to the gathering even if you can't do it this year make it a point that first weekend in June um, you're going to be joining us sooner rather than later it'll be worth it yeah are there, uh, so the next question that we have on here is what workshops are you most looking forward to this year? What, what, is there a workshop that you've heard about from uh, within our group here? And we have them all listed on the website there at taichigathering.com. Um, is there one that you're looking for, forward, particularly looking forward to? One that comes, well, the one that comes to mind to me the most actually is uh, Ty's presentation on being in the moment because um, in particular, I, I get a sense that I can be in the moment, and at least I guess I'm doing it intellectually, if not practically. And I tell myself, well, this and that, and I'm not thinking about this, and, and I let go of that. And um, again, as I say, by by the numbers, I'm in the moment, but I uh, think I'm, I mean, I'm sure I'm missing something. So. Looking forward to Ty's presentation because, again, you did, did such a good job last year, and um, I just I'll I'll be there and be in the moment for it. I hope. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Harry's. Harry's he's always he's got a, a very very on and very uh, yeah i mean regardless of anything he anything he says always sounds important start with that right <laughs> but um in particular because i've been playing voice. yeah right. i've been playing with root and because his, his his lesson will be about another aspect of root which i'm not familiar with i think it's going to be great and he's he just loves Wish hands so much that anything he's done, uh, he's doing with that. You know, it's always going to be fun with your partner work. And so I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah, Harry gets a chance to play um, a lot of different kinds of push hands with a lot of different kinds of players. And so he's going to be teaching on root, which is a primary in clear Tai Chi and some of the benefits of that, but also a kind of a strategy that some of the push hands players like to use called Tifeng, um, which kind of, kind of, most literally means something like capture and release. Um, and it normally means you're kind of capturing them to the floor or like the bottoms of their feet kind of to the floor and then releasing them back up and out. Um, and so he's going to be teaching on that strategy and how to use root 
to kind of uh, enhance that strategy and uh, and neutralize that strategy if someone's trying to do it to you. Um, and so it's it's going to be uh, a really interesting presentation on a, like another aspect of root, like Sheila said, one that we don't typically like focus on so so much in clear tai chi, but that a lot of people do use. Um, and it's it's well worth knowing. Harry's very very good at teaching on that one um, in particular because of his experience. Mark? Yeah, I, I was just looking through the list again to refresh my memory. It's been a while since I looked at the different events that are going on. And, and it's, uh, they all, you know, I would encourage anyone listening to to pull this up on your site and read to them. Um, you know, if I had to pick one, which would be difficult, actually, I found three or four here to jump out good. But uh, uh, I would say probably illness that the chief for mental illness or mental health, Steve, looks really interesting to me. But also, too, uh, um, ties on the uh, cha cha for movement. Yeah. I have to. I have no rhythm, and it shows my Tai Chi. <laughs> you know that that free moving. You know, I don't have it. That'll be good. I'm hoping he can pull uh, dog trick. Yeah, right on. Um, I'm I'm beginning to I'm beginning. You know what hit me when you said that too is uh, it's hit me why the uh, why the uh, I can't think of the name of the song or what what it's called, but it's dun 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 dun. That and why that's so sort of popular in a certain way because it can take people who have no rhythm and at least give them a baby level of rhythm of rhythm rhythm movement. <laughs> You know, they can learn to stop at the right places. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We uh, uh, we confused a couple there. Um, Jim Kelly is actually going to be teaching on in the moment. And then Ty is going to be teaching us how to free up our bodies with dance to enhance Tai Chi. Right. It's something something along those lines. Oh, OK. My mistake. I. Um... Yes, I need more practice on being in the moment. <laughs> well, I'm going to do it in the moment next week. Yeah, we're, we'll be talking. Ty will be talking. Okay, well, well, that's that's what I heard, and that's what I was thinking. That was a, a pre-presentation, um, so that's where I got that. So, but there will prepared. be in the moment training at the uh, at the gathering, and it will be right. uh, part of it. So. He's had a lot of situations where either it pulled him into the moment or where it was essentially important that you be in the moment. And so he's going to have a very different um, set of skills for going in the moment than, than what the average person would have. Um, ties when he gets into the moment, same thing, having mm -hmm. been a career military of a certain, you know, with certain kinds of uh skill sets and for lack of a better way to put it job activities uh <laughs> that you're going to have some things about like in for when you are teaching in the moment that a lot of people aren't going to have a relationship to but that putting somebody into that mind frame can help them to get into the moment at least in a certain kind of way um and then how to do that so that um you know, sometimes being in the moment can also be if you're locked into fear, a lot of times you're you're responding to something that hasn't happened yet. It might be happening or starting to happen. 
And if you're going to be activate yourself in a way to survive that, if it's something that's dangerous to you, uh, you may need to go into the moment in order to be able to do what you can do right now, as opposed to what might be happening a moment from now, as an example. Um, and so there's their skill sets there, and then those skill sets can be very, very useful, even though they're in a much less uh, serious situation kind of a context. Thank you guys. You've both give, given me ideas of what I need to put in next week's class. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I know the question was technically what, what workshop are you looking forward to the most, but, um, but I'm going to answer the question that I wish I was asked instead um, because uh, <laughs> it's not that I'm looking forward to like my workshop the most, but um, what I'm going to be teaching on is uh, clear Tai Chi level one hookups and tune-ups on that material, stuff that as a tester, uh, as someone who has reviewed people and, and given them a lot, given out a lot of feedback over the years for the level one material, I've seen a lot of kind of common things that I end up kind of sharing with people and coaching them on after they've taken their test kind of over and over and over again. And I've been able to like boil them down. And so I'm going to go through point by point what those things are. And hopefully people who are starting to work through that material or in the process of working through that material will be able to do it more effectively and really much more in the spirit of kind of where that, um, where those skill sets go longer term for your development um, and cut off some of the training time that, in, that gets involved if you have to relearn those things later in the, in the material. Um, but what I'm most excited about though, is that I'm gonna be making an announcement at the gathering about our online level one material because we are making it easier than ever for people to actually tackle that program online on your own, you know, in the privacy of your own home um, and really get through it and really get through it in a timely, way and so um i've got it's not not quite a surprise announcement anymore but i have more to share about that that i'll be uh letting people know about at the gathering this year um and so if you've thought about doing clear tai chi and you've um you know you've wanted to get involved in the level one or even if you've worked through that material already and and um you know you want a, a bigger better kind of a bang for your buck out of the skills that are available in there please be at my presentation uh, this year and you'll get a ton out of what I'm going to be sharing. Um, and then hopefully uh, make, well, you know, we'll, we'll be able to actually access the material online and, and really tackle it for those of you who haven't yet in a really, really easy fashion um, in a very straightforward kind of step-by-step -step process that, uh, that we've never been, we, we just haven't been able to do before until the technology on the internet developed to this point. And so um, I'll be sharing more about that. And that's probably what I'm looking forward to the most, just because it's this big announcement that I've been keeping under my hat forever. But uh, um, but I am really looking forward to the other presentations as well. Um, Mark, so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to yours. I know there's going to be aspects of your um, of the Marshall applications there that are really, really uh, on point for what I'm kind of working on in my my Tai Chi right now at the moment. I'm sorry, Phil, what were you, what were you about to say? 
So, uh, Matt, if someone was working on level one, but they had the DVD, and then they took your class, would they be able to take what they get from your class and apply it to the DVD training, or is that really only going to work if they're doing the online level one training? So you'll be, well, my class is really just about all the kind of common um, things that and bits of advice that I end up giving people after they've taken the test. And what I'm what I'm hoping to do is for those of you who have already taken the test, it'll be advice that you know maybe you've heard, but but hopefully by seeing it um, and having the group go through the different exercises point by point that way, it'll take on a different meaning for you and give you more reason to kind of practice those skills in that way. Um, and uh, I call it going beast mode on the basics um, is what I call it. And um, it kind of to summarize <laughs> everything that I'm going to okay. be sharing. And so that'll be very applicable for anybody. If you've got the DVDs, the online program, if you've already you. seen it, not, um, it'll be very, very helpful just on its own. But then also we, uh, we are, thanks to the, the technology that's available on the internet, we can't do it with the DVD program. We just can't make it quite interactive that way through DVD. But the online material is now structured or will be, um, you know, we're very close to having it finished where it's structured in a new way with a lot more ability to kind of get feedback and interact with us a little bit and have questions answered and in timely ways to really make sure that you've kind of got the skills the way we're looking for as you go through the program. Um, and uh, it's just a, it's, it's all the same material. It's just laid out in, uh, in a new way that's going to make it a lot easier for students to really actually do it at home without a teacher. Um, and so I'm, I'm hoping that, um, you know, that, that when we make this big announcement at the gathering and going forward, that we'll have a lot more people who are really able to do the Clear Tai Chi online and are becoming certified in Clear Tai Chi or able to teach it if they want to. Um, and really confident in their ability to do that, even though they learned it at home online. That's that's what I'm most excited about. Um, and so I so for those of you who are listening to this podcast, um, I kind of spoiled my big surprise. But there's but I will but I will share more about how it's how exactly it's going to work and all that, um, and why it's such a big change and why you know why why it's going to make such a big difference for our students going forward having it be, be structured this way. All right. So if we're starting to answer the questions that we haven't been asked, then I would add in. <laughs> I just really look forward to the gathering every year. It's it's so nice to be surrounded by people that are all, you know, kind of on the same um, frequency, I guess we could say. <laughs> but I always love whatever Sifu's going to bring to the table is going to be great. You know, that's it's such a privilege. Oh, I've got some plans for you guys. I'm <laughs> sure you do. And then um, the panel discussion. I think the panel discussion topic this year is really exciting and I'm really looking forward to seeing how that all comes together. Yep. The, in case you're, uh, you haven't heard yet, the panel discussion this year is going to be on coherence of consciousness and um, particularly how we as practitioners of Tai Chi and Qigong can literally change the world for the better um and uh and some of the science that backs that up and kind of how that works and and what we as tai chi students and practitioners um should be thinking about when we're doing our tai chi if we want to have a bigger impact on the world um it's a 
it's the, the two things go surprisingly hand in hand. And so hopefully um, we'll be able to kind of share more about that at this year's panel discussion. Yep. Also, you know, I also want to say it's great being able to push with a bunch of different people. I have kind of my set group here at the school that I get to play with a lot and they've kind of got, you know, everybody's kind of got their own game and you kind of get used to playing a certain way with certain people. Um, but then when we get these big groups together and in the little off moments between workshops and like, you know, right after lunch, but before someone started their presentation, everybody's getting together and, you know, pushing, you know, for people who want to. Um, and so if you don't have like partners to work with regularly um, or you have like a limited access to partners, this is a really great event to come and feel like kind of what a bunch of different people's play style is like all in one you know, tight weekend uh, event and get just a lot of hands-on in a very fun, friendly, non-competitive way where we're all sharing and trying to, you know, help each other build skill. Um, there's just a ton of that going on kind of all the time. Like every time there's breaks in the action, there's people out pushing in the hall or whatever. <laughs> and so um, if you've been looking to get hands-on uh, or hands-on with more people, um, you know, that's, that's one great reason to be there. And if you're, if you're wanting to get hands on with our like regional organizers and, and kind of feel some of the stuff that they've been talking about, or if you've heard us talk about skill sets that we have or have experienced, um, and you want to feel some of that, this is the place, um, where, you know, this is where you're, this is the one place where you're going to have access to the kind of the most clear Tai Chi certified instructors all in one spot that are all there specifically hoping to share with you. So uh, so please find a way to be there. Um, again, taichigathering.com. Um, check it out and, and get signed up. I'm looking forward to seeing you. I'm looking forward to seeing all the class presentations. I'm looking forward to working with people. I'm looking forward to the banquet on Saturday night, particularly enjoying food and fun. Yep. Yep. You got to be there. So it's, if you if you're at this point, you're going, what's that website again? It's TaiChiGathering.com. Make sure to sign up and it's going to be the place to be first of June. Yep. And if you if you're hearing this podcast late and you missed it this year, guess what? You should go to TaiChiGathering.com anyway and sign up for uh, to get email alerts for next year's event. And we'll keep you posted. Thanks, guys and lady. Thanks, everybody. Looking forward to it. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you here at the at the gathering, if not before. <laughs>